For the newly indoctrinated, Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files follows the story of a professional wizard in Chicago. We started our podcast as a way to help break down the series' most important moments, characters, and lore. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 8.2. Axe, 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 whack, whack, whack. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Hi, hi. Harry and Michael close in on a malevolent spirit, Agatha Hagglethorne, who is putting babies at the nursery into a dangerous enchanted sleep. Harry missteps with the ghost, and it retreats into the never-never. Harry and Michael are forced to follow before all of the babies die in their sleep. First Friday of the year, dead babies. Ah! <laughs> Why? Why do you have to go there? 2022. Wow. 2022. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for being here with us. <laughs> hey, Michael and Harry did it, not me. <laughs> Butcher did it, not me. <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. <laughs> not by way of saying Happy New Year, he didn't. <laughs> Yeah, he said happy Halloween. That's more thematic. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. And it's a distinct lack of dead babies. That's what we're here for. (gasps) It's the end of the chapter. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So, yes. After, I'm surprised, well, I'm not surprised because I'm surprised the orderly gave them directions, but really I suppose I probably would have just pointed them out of my way too and uh, Mm-hmm. So I don't know if those kind of two gentlemen had approached me. See, that's where Michael's calming presence might have. I was going to say, I was like, I work in a gas station. I don't let people use the bathroom. I'm not <laughs> pointing out where the nursery is in a hospital. <laughs> like some crazy guy with like a ginormous six foot tall stick and, and a broadsword. Like, but yes. So Jeez, the fathers keep getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> well, you know, there's that too, actually. Maybe this is just, it is coming. To be, to be you know fair, Michael's had a lot of children. They've seen this man before. That's, that's true. <laughs> that, I was going to say there's that. And I was like, I guess we did already establish we're coming up on Halloween. So who's to say that broadsword is real? It could be a prop. Totally true. Totally true. But anyways, yeah, yes. Michael take the stairs to the fourth floor. Dresden is clearly out of shape, puffing and puffing. <laughs> be right there. Michael's 20 years older than you. <laughs> and carrying a fucking five foot long broadsword. Like, I'm pretty sure that weighs more than your, like, oak staff. And he's wearing a cape. <laughs> Although, well, the coat's probably just as long. I think they both have a tripping hazard, but. Oh, dear. But steel toed boots are heavier than cowboy boots. So, yeah, all in all, Michael is just. He's much Putting you to shame there, yeah. Dresden. <laughs> Real embarrassing for you, bud. <laughs> Um, so yes, they come up, Harry establishes that the ghostly presence Bob warned them of is there, because he lights his little candle, and it... It flickers. It oh, like, it dwindles down to a very specific, instead of just, you know, normally flaming. Hello. Lack of oxygen always means ghost. Uh, exa- right? I mean, generally speaking, a lack of oxygen does not create a well. ghost in you. <laughs> so, really, there's a, there's a problem. So, yeah. Like the canary? <laughs> so, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, Michael being Michael, automatically offers to go in first. And Draws the great sword. Yeah. Arrakis. No, no. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not yet. Yeah. Harry's like, mm, she's going to sense that. Because we've, we've already, we've had a nice little allusion, allusion, not illusion, allusion to this already. Um, where Harry's mentioned feeling that sort of little thrum of power, you know, when Michael says his prayer and crosses himself and things like right. that, right? There's this. So Harry's like, mm, she going to feel you coming like a mile away. Like you're just giving off vibes. Literally that's, you know, maybe I can kind of sneak in and talk her down first or whatever, right? So Michael's like... Okay, fine, if you think, but let, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, no, we'll just, so yeah, so we know again, there's, again, short introduction, great way of saying Michael's got this, this power, and so it's not necessarily his power, he doesn't necessarily have, but power working through him, divine intention to save the day, whatever, right? Something's going on, something's going on. He has on. great faith. That's it, yeah. So, um, uh. You notice there's no nurses or anyone else around that's. Maternity wards are pretty bustling, so I'm kind of wondering if this was in the middle of the night, as is. Which I think we kind of yeah, established it is late. It is yeah. already late. Yeah. I know he blows off a date with Susan. 
Right. So that has right. to be at least after work. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm pretty sure, again, if I just assume, but I thought there was something in the description when they're talking about drive. I always got the impression of, like, them driving at night and stuff like that, so I can't remember specifically yeah. stated. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is later. It's later, and on top of that, all the lights are off. Um, so, yeah, Harry determines yeah. that there's some sort of magic that, like, subconsciously the nurses don't want to come here, well, or it, there's, like, purposeful magic that's right. making them not come here. Yeah, because at first he thinks maybe they just exactly that they got spooked off, or mm-hmm. there's some reason they're not, and then discovers that they're just passed out, too. They're yeah. caught in it. Not They're not gone. They're just indisposed at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and that's when you hear, ooh, so lovely singing. <laughs> Love it when ghosts sing. We'll, we'll let Tanzan take this part, because... <laughs> You don't want to hear me sing lullabies. But apparently she does have a very captivating singing voice. Tanzan and the ghost. Uh. Yes, which is why I was going to let Tanzan, you know, sing the lullaby. But she's just giving us weird looks. uh, I can't remember the lyrics. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Mama's going to buy you a mockingbird. Yeah. That's if that mockingbird don't sing, Mama's going to buy you a diamond ring. Mama's going to smother you in your sleep. Shut up. <laughs> that diamond ring don't shine. Mama's going to buy you a nope. baseball bat. True. <laughs> it was an axe. Whack, whack, whack. <laughs> This this is the problem with my children. I sang it wrong all these years. <laughs> Screw you with the looking glass, okay? Uh, ghost singing, and Harry almost right. falling for it too. Falling for it. Yeah. He finds, he's like he's that's like, a nice, pretty. Show. He, yeah, he's like sneaking in. Gonna be all. Ooh, and, look at a comfy looking ooh. chair. <laughs> yeah, a toppled <laughs> over chair. He's like, I'm gonna pick. A really uncomfortable looking chair that would be just perfect to sit down and take a rest in. Yeah. Wait a second. So yeah, catches himself at the last minute. And and also like mentions too that the ghost looks almost like she's a little bit of transparency, but otherwise looks fully formed and like yeah, he can just see through her, but she looks pretty solid and pretty Mm -hmm. pretty tangible otherwise. So not some yeah. That's that's pretty strong as far as ghosts. Yeah, go, and not, we'll learn more about them later on, but not some faint present, yeah. not the flicker mm-hmm. in a that only showed up in a photograph, you know, like she did. Clear power just to be able to be as fully formed in and of itself, let alone right. the power that she's putting yeah. out anyways. Yeah, and realizes that specifically this baby that she's standing over, you know, is is lulling to sleep and takes a breath and mm-hmm. Never exhales right. and inhales again after that. So he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, she had a very captivating singing voice. Literally. She lilted out her song, spun energy into the air that lulled listeners into a deep, deep sleep. If she was allowed to continue, she would draw both infants and nurses into a sleep which they would never awaken, and the authorities would blame it on carbon monoxide, or something a little more comfortable normal than a hostile ghost. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to backtrack very just for one second here with the with the song again. I just realized the actual line in it that he's written is "If that diamond ring don't shine, is it not?" A, the only one I know is if it turns if that diamond ring turns brass, Mama's going to buy you a looking glass. Do we know another version that rhymes with shine? Because I don't know what else is going <laughs> to like. Mama's going to buy you a jug of moonshine. Like what do you <laughs> do? You know any? Sorry, I just realized. Like, do you know another version? To, do you know the if that diamond ring turns brass, Mama's going to buy you a looking glass? What's the song called? Mama's gonna buy you a little baby. Hush, little baby. Yeah. Gonna buy, yeah. See, I, I I never really knew what the the full lyrics were of that one. Yeah. Because like I sort of noticed that's what you did when you were. Because that's kind of why I laughed before when you used to because you're like I'm gonna buy you a baseball bat. Because I'm like, well, that doesn't rhyme with. Because yeah, to me, it's like if that diamond ring turns brass, so I was gonna sew it up. And now I'm like, oh no, that's actually what it said. At least in the ebook here. So now I'm like, did Butcher just fuck that up too? Because something shine fine. That me. Who knows what the next line? If that line. diamond ring don't shine, don't worry, it'll all be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes on to buy you a horse and cart. No. Anyways, sorry. Um, buy you an axe. So yeah, he establishes some kind of rules here. He's like, because um, he says he's got his ghost dust up. And Michael brings <laughs> that up. Michael's like, what's in that kind of a thing? So it tells us about that. Um, but apparently he can't just, like, go up and sprinkle it on her. She's got to, like, acknowledge his presence for this to work, which, again, I find a little bit interesting, seeing as he's mm-hmm. already sort of 
um, pointed out that she's a lot, you know, like again, if she was like this really wispy, spectral, not real, I could almost see having to, but I'm like, apparently she's all but real anyways, but you've still got to, right, he can't just sneak up and dust her. He has to have a little bit of will to, to, to get her attention. It's a little bit like later on he says, he's like, oh, like it's insane for a ghost to put out that much, um, power because he's like generally speaking oh sorry this is jumping ahead to the church or whatever like that but when harry establishes more rules and he says he's like most ghosts can like maybe throw like a pot or a pan or a book he's like getting them to do this much destruction is crazy Mm -hmm. so i think it's a little bit of like the world it's like ghosts generally speaking can't put too much focus on any one thing so if a ghost is only tied to like one specific hallway then yeah like you'd have a hard time catching it because the ghost isn't tied to you it's tied to the hallway or something like that so i think it's like just a little bit in line with the rules where it's like you've got to become a part of that ghost's world because it's not really haunting the world it's haunting this hallway Mm -hmm. or this bookcase or this pot and pan or this photograph you know i guess so just you've got to become a part of the haunting to stop the haunting you know yeah that makes any sense yeah yeah it falls in line with the rules well i wasn't necessarily saying it wasn't it was just to me it was just kind of a little bit interesting that Mm -hmm. that was even though harry can see her and she's much more present than a ghost normally or this particular ghost has ever been before because obviously by the time they wrap up with her we sort of know that this you know they've been having issues and things like that Mm -hmm. or whatever right but um but yeah i just anyways was that i mean again it sort of gives you the reason otherwise there's no thing he just runs in and sprinkles it and done and they don't figure anything out right but yeah he's like i has got to so yeah he addresses her you know and blah 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 and what she finally sort of acknowledges that he's there and then she starts to get and then she kind of breaks it for a moment, right? All the kids are like, oh, shit. And then she freaks the fuck out and is like, wait, no. And then she kind of goes full. So even though she was well, sort of... He, he decides instead of using the ghost dust that he's going to be a gentleman first. And like... Yeah. So first mistake with Har- Harry's... Yeah. That's true. He did have a chance when she first acknowledged right. him. He could have just dusted. And then he's like, oh, well, no, maybe I can just I can talk just her out of it. reason with her. Yeah, and she'll just go back and we can. Yeah. yeah. And then, no, she just, he makes her realize a little too much and she flips her shit and and goes after all of them with a vengeance. So, yeah, so you find out poor Agatha, not great. <laughs> like, I kind of get why she's an angry ghost, but... It's a rough backstory. It's a rough backstory. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and like so many, it always like, you know, the backfired backstory, you know, the trying to protect cost more. And now it's just like, again, I'm like, you're, which again, right, she's trying to shush the baby so they don't. But yeah, I mean, it's just that crazy, crazy thing. That, that accident just, that made her mad. And yeah, and more and more and more and more and more. So, um, yes, yeah, so we have the whole... I mean, basically, that's it. He has the whole sort of confrontation, and it doesn't go well. And she, and then Michael comes storming in because she actually got her hooks on Harry, and Harry's not doing so good. And he's like, "Oh crap, she's actually gonna be able to take me out." But you know, he yells, and Michael's already heard the commotion and comes running in and and intervenes and saves Harry. And Harry manages to get some of the dust, which <laughs> solidifies her arm in place until she just simply rips it off. And she's just like, "Well, fuck this, I can do." without yeah, yeah exactly right so it's like because he didn't like sprinkle it all over her yeah he just had it in his hand and shoved his hand into her so that part of it but yeah that was kind of a graphic so yeah so then she's just like screw this beats a retreat or whatever because she realizes and heads to the never never heads to the never never but there is another little um reference because i think it's in this yeah so harry goes to when she first um takes off or whatever right so then the children all start kind of breathing again and squawking and they're all coming right so they're checking on them and and the one that she was with the first one and then the one that she like choked (laughs) with like the stump of her arm or whatever allison and summers do you know the significance of that tansen there's a there's a reason she has allison Allison. and summers is that a Buffy? It sure is for Allison Hannigan, who played Willow, right? And Buffy, Buffy and Summers. Summers with uh, So again, just another nod that he was a Buffy fan. This little right. baby got named after Willow and Buffy, Allison and Sarah Michelle, however you wanna. So yeah, Allison and Summers was a specific yeah. choice. I thought it sounded a little familiar. I was yeah. Like, hmm. So yeah, That's yeah. You nice. see on like in like that. season five when she dies, it's like Buffy Ann Summers or whatever. So yeah, so that's where. So yeah, Allison. So yeah. So I just thought that was well. Because I spoilers. Buffy dies. Spoiler. What? 
<laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> How many years have we had to figure that one out? <laughs> yeah, we learned that Michael first insisted on meeting Harry's gaze the first time they ever met, which is super refreshing that, that Harry finally has somebody who hasn't run and screamed running yes. away. Yes. He's got this really good impression from Harry, not this... Or at least a salvageable one. one. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what he saw, but he saw something that exactly made him be like he saw that, that speck of good. And I mean, to be fair, Susan slept with him after seeing whatever she saw. This is right. true, but her initial reaction was she fainted. Yeah. yeah. So, so saying it wasn't then, like it scared her off irrefutably. Well, okay, no, but she then, yes, yeah, she then had to get to know more. But yeah, she didn't immediately be like, let you know, yeah, it took a while before they got to that point. But we don't know what, what, um, Harry's soul? Yeah, we don't know what Susan or Michael or anyone has seen, what Marcone saw. Yeah. We don't know. But at the same time, like, even if they, let's say, all three saw the exact same thing, I'm sure, you know, Marcone maybe hasn't seen much supernatural, but he's seen some shit. Yes. And Michael obviously has a lot of supernatural yes. um, background. It's really only Susan who, like, well, believed but didn't really have proof of anything thus far. Who was and like, oh, shit. <laughs> that is fair. And we've already established that she's, yeah. you know, in around Harry's age as well. So, 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 yes, again, just the fact that Michael is older and more established and is a knight of the cross, that he does deal specifically with the supernatural and... Obviously fighting a lot, a dark, you know, again, Michael doesn't always necessarily deal with every little bump and bang that comes along. You know, Harry does a lot more of that than Michael, you know, Michael deals more with the, the bigger evil of the world kind of a thing, right? So yeah, he definitely has seen some shit. So that is fair, right? We Well, it's funny but, to me, though, that knowing, I, I mean, we don't know if they see the exact same soul gaze or if everyone's own personality has an effect on what they see and interpret and get from Harry as well. Um, yeah. But it is funny to me to think that, you know, both mob boss, um, reporter, slash girlfriend, slash, like, infallible religious man all see something in Harry and all like, yeah, I want him on my team. Or yeah. <laughs> I want to be with him. Like, for well, whatever, these three very different personalities and places of and background, think, you know, are all like, I yeah. I think uh -huh. that's a lot of what that says to me about Harry. Is exactly, yeah. is we don't know exactly what's being seen there, right? And like you say, he sort of semi-weaponizes it it's you know Denton was like you're not mm -hmm. but that's the thing it's like whatever power and um uh what's the word I'm looking for um strength of will uh, interpretation and, of Harry well no 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 but just whatever Harry yeah I mean mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying is Harry's you know power his faith, soul strength legitimately of will. exactly like you say is is you know got so much scope possibilities in that that exactly you know like everybody can see a piece of what they want and how they can use that kind of mm -hmm. a thing so exactly even if you tend to see him as leaning more good or more this or more exactly right it's like Marcone is like I want what he can do and I can probably corrupt like oh, or let me see I hope mm -hmm. I can corrupt him over to my side and Michael is like I can see what he's gonna do I'm gonna I hope I can him. corrupt him to my side I'm gonna, yeah <laughs> Exactly. He's like, we're going to, right? And they, but yeah, no, exactly. That's what I mean. And I think that is supposed to be a lot of what we get from that is, again, just emphasizing of what Harry, and you know, like, again, Harry keeps saying, he's got this huge potential. Huge. And he's like, I sort of know that. Like, he, you know, he keeps saying, I'm a heavyweight. I haven't really defined it. Like, I know I've got a lot of brawl and muscle now that I've, you know, seen other wizards. I just don't know how to use all of it the way, you know, some of them do. But yeah. Especially earlier on, too, in these books, he he um, he isn't up toe-to-toe -to -toe as often. We get it later on in the books when he's like, listen, like, I see more action than most wizards see in a lifetime. I'll see in a weekend. Yeah. Right? But even this early on, he's like, he, he puts a lot of it off to being like, oh, like, I'll have to be alive for like 100 or 200 years before I get with the rest of them, right? Yeah. And you find out by the end of the books, Harry's like, no. Clearly, clearly just like 10 really rough years was all I needed. Yeah, but because like, I had to do yeah, so right? much. So, so, yeah, but these exactly. earlier on books, he is expecting like, he's not in any rush. He's like, like, this won't come for another 100 years. Like, I don't need to be... I don't need to figure out what sort of wizard I am yet. I'm, that's like won't come for another hundred years, right? Yeah. And so I think earlier on, it's a lot of just Harry himself, like not even, not that he needs to define it, but also just him himself being like, I don't need whatever, like fuck it, it'll come when it comes, right? And then we see when it's like, no, like yeah. you're being shaped as is, right? There is no waiting. Life is happening now, right? But well, exactly, you know. right? You know, when the average lifespan was like thirty, 
you had to grow up fast by 12 or 15. And now it's like 80 and we're like, oh, you're in your 20s. You got a lot. And, you know, people are like, are you kidding? I had seven children by the time I was 23. Like, and now we're like, do you, do you need to start a family till you're 40? And, and exactly. And then, so that's why Harry was thinking exactly. He's like, oh, I got plenty of time to figure out what I want to do and what I want to be. And now it's like, oh, shit. Nope, nope, nope. Well, and yeah, and I don't want to get too big into it, but when we eventually see Molly's soul, too, and that's a lot of, like, oh, look at all the different possibilities. Yeah. So I wonder, too, like, how much of these early guys looking at Harry was literally seeing just so many how possibilities. Many possibilities. Mm-hmm. Versus, because, again, like, I'm sure we're never going to see Harry's soul. I'm sure no, that will never be But every be time you make a choice, something opens something, or closes, or, right? right? So, yeah, like you say, so I, every I, iteration I thereof. I wonder, you know, compared to the people who were soul-gazing with him in Battleground versus now, like, how more, how much more refined is it? Or is yeah. it kind of always these endless doors? Susan saw the infinite vastness of space and couldn't take it. And, like, by battleground, you're, like, one, like... Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, is like, just how refined was it by that point? Or was it just, like, 800 more doors? Anyways, like, <laughs> who knows, right? And it's then like, when you're living for, like, 300 years, hair, maybe, if he ever makes it that long, hair has got a lot of possibilities to change fully. and yeah. uh, you know, Especially if we layer on that time travel thing mm-hmm. and the butterfly effect. Susan no. saw all of the different realities all at once. That's why she was like, making Whoa. my head spin. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, I didn't end up saying this last episode because like we'd already gone into so much, but I was thinking like when Doctor Strange looked at those 14 million different points of views, that means he must have seen all of Loki because <laughs> that would have been relevant to the timeline. I was like, oh shit, he's watched all of Loki in that minute. I was like, okay, I'm going to keep this to myself. <laughs> I've just started, I'm so behind on all of that too, but I've just started watching that, so that's actually really funny to me now because I actually know what you're talking about. Uh, kind of. <laughs> kind of. I don't, I haven't watched all of it, but I know there's a thing yeah. that that relates to. So anyway. Come on, Tanzan. I haven't watched Loki yet. Uh, yeah. So anyways, um... So yeah, so they figure out that's it. They they do what they can in the nursery, and then they're like, okay, I think that's it. That's good. She went away. Harry's like, whatever. Problem solved for the moment. I'll whip up a ward around here. Babies everything. are breathing. Nurses we'll, are breathing. Nurses are breathing. We'll get the heck out. And then... No dead babies. Welcome 2022. No dead babies. Everybody safe All worked out fine. <laughs> and then... Till all the they so. all stop breathing at once, one at one at a time. Foop, foop, at foop, once or one at a time? Foop, what is one it, at a time. <laughs> one at a time. Sorry. They all stop breathing one at a time. Foop, foop. So all of a sudden, little Allison Ann jerks and stops breathing again, and they hear the distant lullaby start up again. And he's like, Harry's like, shit, she's hey, still I here. Hey, twice. <laughs> so and I like how Michael has his own cussing. That is not actually any taking the Lord's name in vain. But yeah, he's got his little Christ preserve. He's like, Harry, we have to. Yeah, so like he's reaching out from the never never. So another sign that she's gotten really strong too is not only is she, you know, can materialize that strongly in our reality, but she's like reaching, reaching directly over and still affecting and affecting like all of them. So not cool. So and 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 Harry's just like, uh, ain't going. Like Shilter's like bad enough. Like she just about kicked our ass here, or she more or less did kick our ass here. Um, we go into her territory, like she's definitely got the upper hand. She's got all the power over us there. Like we don't stand a chance. And, and Harry's then we like, hear about the godmother too. I know, right? And that's the other thing. And he's like, and I definitely don't want to be going into the never never and risk running into. And it's really funny because in Stormfront, when he was calling up Toot Toot, he made uh, you know what appeared to be sort of a throwaway comment, you know, because he said he's like, but I do actually have a. He's like, I do have a godmother, and yes, she is actually a fairy, but we won't get into that right now, you know. And so oh, he's, yeah. yeah, he did. So she's like. He, because he, he, he says to me about a godmother, and he's like, who, incidentally, yes, is a very fun. Um, so, yeah, and he's and Michael's just like, Harry, you know, like, you're a good person. You know you're going to go. He's like, oh, I don't want to, though. <laughs> and Michael is just like, you, you're not going to let this happen, right? So, yeah, Harry is like, and that's when, yeah, we established. He's like, yeah, he looked at my soul. So he's like, I don't know what I saw, but, <laughs> or what he saw, but, um, yeah. So he's hoping, um... Oh, yeah, and then that's it. He's like, so yeah, he's like, you have a good heart, Harry Dresden. Uh, he's like, God will smile on this choice. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just ask him not to Sodom and Gomorrah in my apartment. He's like, Harry. <laughs> like, I just, I love this. Right? Like, Michael's all about doing the Harry's just always got to be like a little bit snarky and a little bit defiant, yeah. a little bit childish. A little and quick here and there. And, yeah. I don't want to go. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. come on. Let's just. <laughs> yeah. 
so bada boom bada boom bada boom bada bing i don't know why i got two booms in there so that brings us to chapter three Thank you so much to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us keep doing what we're doing. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 3. Harry talks with Susan about his latest case. A woman comes to his office and pleads for his protection, as she may not live through the night without it. This chapter starts out at a different time earlier in the day in Harry's office. A day in the life of. Yeah, most days start off pretty normal. Right. Yeah. For a wizard. Mm -hmm. For a wizard. Sure, sure. Well, to be fair. Breakfast and work at the office. To be fair, most of his days are lame. We just get to read about the non-lame ones. (laughs) I know. I'm sure sure it's jumps for most of his days, because he's got no money Oh, no, I'm sure. I just, how, again, he's like, how most days start off normal, and then he's like, oh, wait, I guess maybe this one wasn't so normal. (laughs) But, but yes, the start of his day was, there was nothing before he rolled out of bed that said this is how his time was going to culminate today. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Blah, so, blah, real blah. quick, we did get a throwback to his um, pamphlets that we had in book one. <laughs> <laughs> Updated now. He's got more. Yeah. His, um, All right. Magic in you. Why witches don't sink any faster than anyone else. A wizard's perspective. <laughs> I, I still think yeah. we should make up a couple you- of these pamphlets and put them on the, uh, oh, the yeah, website. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to have some fun with those, definitely. But he's like, anything to avoid another Inquisition. Which is yeah. another nice little fold it all in to how he's dealing with Michael and the whole, <laughs> you know, like, we're late, but look, we can work together now. <laughs> look, I've got pamphlets. <laughs> That's how they met. handing <laughs> out pamphlets on the street corner and Michael's walking by. <laughs> and Michael, Michael is the type who would stop and, you know, and like give him some attention in the time of day and read his pamphlet <laughs> then be like, wait a minute. Or you wrote, here, just look at my eyes a sec here, buddy. Let's, let's, you want to talk about this? Let's do- <laughs> Even better, Harry's the guy like putting like going to the church community bulletin board being like, don't burn me to death. <laughs> I'm starting a new job Harry, here. Harry would you- other than him mentioning, like, in the next, next chapter or whatever about, like, how he doesn't really like going to churches, but I'm like, that would totally be a hairy thing to do, too. Just duck into the vestibule and fucking put up his business card and these pamphlets on the Confession not working for you? <laughs> <laughs> she said it before. She said it before, folks, and we'll say it again. Jessica's definitely going to get struck down by lightning one of these days. You, you will be smited and smote and Worth it. smitten. And, oh. No, me and God have an understanding. Obviously, because you're still walking around. I still get to go to heaven as long as I'm really funny. <laughs> and I am, so. Okay. <laughs> So Harry picks up the phone to Susan, who we learn is now Harry's girlfriend. Officially. Officially. Although, I don't know, if someone gave me a pretty sweet coat like that, I'd probably be willing to sign on for a while. Right. (laughs) And Harry gives Susan an exclusive story about his experience with a ghost. Okay, so yeah, so guess the load. So yeah, we've discovered there's been lots of ghost activity happening around. Susan's like, hey, what happened at the university yesterday? He's like, meh. All right, I you know if I don't get if I leave out names, the university probably not gonna love it, but whatever. So uh, yeah, she gets That's her little exclusive. They do some flirting. Totally a nod to the Ghostbusters, like the fact that they're at a university, and <laughs> it just reminds me of the very first scene when they're with that the librarian. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Michael guns. Harry and the proton pack. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make, like, Mr., like, their little slime? Or no, I guess Bob. Bob would be, like, Slimer. He'd be their little ghosty companion. Yeah. So, anyways, um, so, yes, they have... Yeah, much. (laughs) 
So they have some chit-chat, some flirting, discuss some business, discuss some not, nah, whatever. This is when Susan mentions that her boyfriend stood her up last night, so... So, yeah. That's why the exclusive would be very much appreciated. <laughs> yeah, she'll put in a good word with him, because she knows a certain young lady. Yeah, yeah. so exactly. So we signed he's been really busy... A lot of this going on. Has been, been pairing up with Michael a lot Pairing up with Michael a lot to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Calling him up to come and help him. Um, did some work for um, um, the police again. So he's got a check. So being nice, he's going to split it with Michael. And he's like, Michael never says. You know, Michael never agrees. But it's the polite thing to do. And I'll offer it to him anyways. And, you know, so we learn. Yeah, exactly. So we get all this little exposition. We get a little bit about... Um, that there was, and it's kind of funny because um, the first time around, I just kind of glossed over this, you know, with this bat case and stuff like that. Um, that they this this case that he went on, sort of that was the bigger case that he did with the police that ended up being this like this necromancer and bad juju going. And I thought it was just kind of part of like the background, like the Campbells found their wedding ring or whatever, and or chase the spook out, and then we're like, oh no, wait, that was a big part of the plot. <laughs> I'm like, hang on, that was okay. Um, so yeah, so that was Michael came in on that one with him to help take out this necromancer. I need someone to demon and all kinds of stuff going on. So cops and things. So yeah, so he's like, ah, Michael won't take payment for this kind of stuff, you know. But um, but I will. But I will, and I will offer because he was there. And then yeah, so um, and then he's about to leave. Uh, yes, he's locking up for the day, and here's someone coming down the hall. Yes, near the end of the day, the woman comes to him and is, uh, pleads to him. She's a practitioner of magic and asks Dresden for protection as she doesn't think she's going to live through the night. And he takes us all as a little bit of, like, overdramatics at first. Like, he's tired. Like, he's just established. Things have been really busy. This spirit stuff has been ramping up, right? This is when he confirms with Susan, you know, she's like, oh, did you check in on, you know, the seasonal angle, Halloween, fall, all that. And he's oh, like, yeah. Sorry, no. I just want to put in a, a caveat here. Like, we kind of glossed over it, but, like, you kind of, like, get, like, a sense of, like, Susan's chops, too, for this. Like, she's not just some dumb idiot. Like, she's got a bit of a supernatural experience at this point to be asking, right, the good questions. He's like, she's a damn good reporter. Yeah, she gets yeah. to the point. Yeah, that's she's getting wasted like, on this. A like, few good questions, and she had the story out of me uh-huh. of what she needed to... Yes, exactly. I just want to throw that in there. Like, yeah, Susan is quite top of her game. Right. Yeah, she's she's good. And he does. He's kind of has always said that from the mm-hmm. start as well, but just sort of, yeah, to reemphasize that, that she is good. Like, she's a solid reporter. It just so happens Well, that a solid reporter, but now, like, even on the supernatural angle, she's, she's that much syndicated more. She's syndicated Exactly, yes. right? Like, yes, aside from just believing in it and, and being open to the truth is out there, she's had more experience than yeah, she brings yeah, up. Yeah, she kind of is the Mulder and Scully of uh, the, uh, the reporting world, isn't she? Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's yeah. it is exactly right. She always sort of was like Having a wizard and, boyfriend and, helps. And now, yes. exactly, now she's actually getting some, and so yes, we bring up this missing video again. She's like, it was only out there for three days before it went missing, but it did more for her career than five years of mm-hmm. reporting had done. So, yeah, unfortunately, you know, she's still not getting taken, she's good enough to write for you know, the New York Times or whatever, but they're still not publishing supernatural stories, so she's stuck with the Midwestern yeah. Arcade. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so she's still there, but exactly, but now she is syndicated, and now unreputable magazines all over the world. What is it? Unreputable publication. What did she call them? Anyways, but yes, all over the place are are um, publishing her stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, and then she's like, ask me, just have the werewolves and all this kind of stuff. Um... So yeah, so so yeah, Harry's like, I just fucking want to go home, and now he has the potential of actually having a makeup date with Susan tonight, since he did have to blow her off, and mm-hmm. and this is again where he says, you know, like what a good soul Susan is, and so you know, putting up with this crap, and you know, and she even says it too. She's like, hey, she's like, I would, you know, like you just ditched me with like nothing, and again, we know Harry doesn't can't carry a cell phone, and you know, so he's always at. And he's always pretty go, 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 He's always too, pretty go, so go, it's, go. It's, and even it's when hindsight he, for him. Yeah, even if he has a telephone there, it's not necessarily going to work for him. We and, have a lady show up, and she's like, I'm going to die tonight if you don't help me. Like, uh, by not a week's notice, lady. Like, exactly, yeah. right. So the fact that, you know, she understands and accepts, and yeah, she's like, you know, there's not a lot of people, let alone guys I was seeing, that I would let just, like, blow me off without any kind of, but I know you've been going through some shit, mm-hmm. and I know there's stuff going on, so I'm willing to give you the benefit of the doubt, but... Give me a story too. Come on, <laughs> you know, right? So, but hell yeah, of a she's woman. just she's hell of a woman, exactly. So, so yeah. So here's this coming, and she's like, "Oh, Mr. Dress." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm closing up. I'm done." And she's like, "Yeah, no, no. I really need." And you know, he has. He's like, "Oh, she gives me that whole I'm a damsel in distress," and he's like, "No, 
nope, I'm, I'm going home. Like, no, I'm yeah. tired. I'm not. First thing in the morning. I <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure she's not actually going to drop dead overnight, mm-hmm. you know. Like, he's like, really does try to take a second mm-hmm. for himself. And, um, but yeah, no, that's it. She's just like, yeah. So, yeah. I want your protection, and if I don't have it, reaching for you. Yeah. So, so. yeah. Basically, that's just, yeah, chapter three is a little bit of backstory, a little bit of exposition, a little bit of ketchup. Yeah. A little bit of ketchup. A little bit of mustard. Chapter four. We'll move on with relish. Chapter four. Harry is confronted with a new potential client. Lydia, a practitioner of the arts, begs for Dresden's protection. She is afflicted with Cassandra's tears, which results in no one believing her predictions. Dresden finally decides to take her case, giving her his talisman and telling where to go for protection. So yeah, so begrudgingly, he's like, fine, so lets her back in. But he's not, he's not doing his usual, okay, here, take everything, let me just, he's like, yeah, okay, no, like, are you actually in trouble? Like, he's starting to... He's pretty not rushing as much, not be as um, rash. He really just doesn't give her the benefit of the doubt at all right away. Like, Mm -hmm. he's just very, very, uh, how do I put this? Sorry. Cynical? Yes. He's almost overly cynical towards her. And this is an interesting paradigm, right? So is it because Harry's just had enough of this now because he's tired and cranky or he's well he's tired and cranky and he's dealt with a lot more and he's dealt with bigger shit than this or is this the effects of her side of it with the whole cassandra's tears of people not mm. you know in an you know is that adding you know with her, harry on his own being this part of cynical or is that part of this gift this curse that you know tingling of what she's got that I have to firmly believe that it is her who is causing him to be so hostile because, like, this is just a little... It's way out of left field. Like you said, like, he's overly dismissive. And, like, again, like, I understand, like, you know, shame on me once, twice, three, four times. (laughs) Like, Harry's had time enough to learn. Yeah. But we... Like, Harry bounces back quickly when he's in the presence of other people. Later in this book and in the next book and the next book and the next book, like... He gets burned time and time again. He's like, I still gotta, you know? And this is, like, for someone who is, yeah, maybe a practitioner and who, like, can have some power over But he only gets own. a little. It's not like she's mega juice. He just gets that little tingle. It's just, yeah, that right? And he says, like, she could be involved with someone else or something like yeah. that. But typically speaking, the only time he's this hostile is when he's dealing with, like, legitimate monsters. When he's generally dealing with the general public, even if they have some sort of connection to the supernatural, he's still, like, you're still, like, a human being. We're all on the same team. Like, yeah. whatever, you know? Like, it's only when he's, like, with real big baddies. He's like, ah, you guys fucking fuck you and all yeah, the time, right? Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, and again, and some of her attitudes, like, he says, like, right off. He's like, all right, I, I want a few things from you. And she immediately is like, oh, okay. And is like, you know, he's like, no, 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 no. No, I get right. Yeah, so that's going to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, start trying to barter. And he's like, okay, not right. So obviously, but yeah, first of all, I have a girlfriend now, and sometimes <laughs> we even have time to meet up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like you say, is exactly even with that being like a little bit of like, whoa, 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 that's not where I was going, and being like, okay, she's more jaded or whatever. That like you say, it's very. I just feel like if you go back to full moon, she's when, very young, right? Because he even does kind of say that, like she's kind of young to be right. So it's like, but you're treating like exactly normally, just out on the street. If this, you know, you would think it would kick in a lot more of your protective, yeah, your your gentleman, your age, your you know, all of that, right? That she's in trouble. Well, the yeah. fact that we know that in a few hours he'll almost be like. Uh, what is it like sympathetic to a ghost <laughs> killing babies like yeah well, right like and again it's all part of the you know the charm and the enchantment but yep. again I'm saying like even at full moon like when he's having this conversation with Kim Delaney and she's like you know pissing him off is like a be- like a bit of a strong word but like she was like legitimately like upsetting him and he was still quite delicate and he's like Kim like you know like this is just too much for you like yeah like right. just stay out of it like it's gonna be okay and even then I'd find that that would have more case for him to be like he's usually got the kid gloves on when well, it comes to he people just, like that totally and like even as dismissive as he was as Kim Delaney it was still more delicate than he is right now he and like, Kim Delaney fuck was like you Kim friend. get yeah. the fuck out of here yeah. I'm not fucking telling you yeah and whereas this girl he's yeah. like come back tomorrow come back tomorrow I'm doing yeah it tomorrow and it's like damn dude like yeah (laughs) right and again like again like you can say all these things like he was tired he was ever but i do think it's just just subtle enough like yeah which again like is just in case people don't know cassandra was like um 
uh, well, she was a prophet, but like, uh, what was that? The Trojan War. Like, she was like, yeah. like that timeline, the, right? Oh, Tanzania. Yeah, got, I, I did a, I did a research on that, that one. Give it. Uh, Cassandra was a Trojan priestess of Apollo in Greek mythology, cursed to utter true prophecies, but never to be believed. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Cassandra was said to be the the daughter of King Priam and Queen Hecuba of Troy. Um, Apollo sought to win her win her over with the gift to see the future um, and she promised him her favors but after receiving the gift she went back on her word and refused the god and then Apollo was enraged and couldn't revoke the divine power so he added a curse to it so that nobody would believe her her prophecies right yeah. so if you have ever watched the Harry Potter movies and you know Trelawney she was a descendant of um, Cassandra yeah. which is why no one ever believed her oh. in the movies despite the fact that all of her predictions came true throughout the books and movies I never caught that yeah yeah cool yep yeah so it's a tragic tale it's been retold many times over yeah so having it here too this woman with Cassandra's tears yeah yeah which he gets. says is, is generally um um Diagnosed as schizophrenia and children. No, uh, epilepsy. Epilepsy. Because they can have fits and, fits and seizures. seizures yes. Yeah. And, I do, and see, this is what's funny. This is how wonderful things work so well in fantasy and all this. Is as Harry's saying, and apparently even thinking to himself at the time, because we know he's, you know, really, but he's like, oh, yeah, people don't ever believe them, but I don't really believe you. You know, it's like, he, mm-hmm. you know, this is the whole yeah. point, and that's not even enough to sort of really trick, because you're not even like, Oh, wait a second. Maybe I should because the whole point of your condition, if you, you know, mm-hmm. like he, he keeps giving it as like a dismissive secondary, like, well, she could be telling the truth, but I really, you know what I mean? Right. And I just, yeah, I love how all of that, I was like, you're fulfilling it as you're like describing it. It's, it's, it's like literally, it's like, so this television in front of me is, it's black and it's like rectangular and there's a red light on the corner, but I don't think it really exists. I don't think <laughs> it's really a television. Like yeah. it could be, it looks, everything about it looks like it. It know? might be a radio. <laughs> it, it could be, you know, I mean, it doesn't really look anything like yeah. a radio, but yeah, and it's just, I love that, right? Like it might be an Ikea dummy model. <laughs> yeah, you know. This is cardboard. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, it's... And, and as you said, Tanzan, too, it was um, a curse from Apollo. And I... No, we really? all know how Apollo's turned out. Really? Well, if, do you read Lore Olympus? Because if you do, fuck Apollo. <laughs> as Apollo. <laughs> but um, if, so if... We're still quite early in the series, but I really, really, really want to make it a point every time the Greek gods get brought up because there's a lot of Greek gods in these books. They appear and they fucked around a lot. Well, they did fuck around a lot in their own original myths, right? In, in every interpretation, in every interpretation, of the yeah. yeah. I don't trust any swan, but <laughs> there's just I there's the Greek gods. There's a lot of Greek gods in this. We had in Welcome to the Jungle. Um, we had. Hecate? The Hags of Hecate, right? Yep. Uh, and Hecate and Hags? If I recall, that's the only one we've had so far. I think but there's a lot. <laughs> there are a lot in the series, though. There are a yes, lot in the series that funny. we'll meet. But at this point, that's the only one we've actually got. Is Apollo now, kind of, and Hecate reference. But I really want to make it a very big deal every time we get more Greek gods, because... The entire pantheon. In that case, the neighbors next door just adopted a rescue named Hera. Oh my god, it's all connected. So. And your dog is named Pandora. Oh my god, this is true. And my ferret is named Padfoot, which also appeared on the Harry Potters and was also at some point a student of Trelawney's. So. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Pad, but I'm pretty sure they had Trelawney too. Trelawney's been there long oh, enough. Oh, Trelawney. To, yes. I thought. Yeah. Sorry. I, sorry. I was saying Padfoot. <laughs> yeah. Sirius Black had. Yeah. Padfoot's connected to Trelawney, and Trelawney is connected to Cassandra and, and Apollo. Cassandra's connected to. Yeah. A knee bones connected Whoa. to the. <laughs> Welcome to the universe as we know it. <laughs> Everything in our there universe. There once was a Big Bang, <laughs> and that started a lot of. Pro- what was that? What was? What's the um? The. Oh theme? shoot! No. Oh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. What's the first line, the first sentence? Oh, God, I don't know. I have Don't panic? Like, life started, and everyone's been upset since. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, fuck, what is that stupid quote? I don't know, but continue with your parks. I'll look uh, it up right now. Yeah, whatever the point is, is that every time we have a Greek god. I, again, we've got god, god in this, right? But every time we have a Greek god. The, the white- we've got Norse gods as well. They'll come up as well. But the Greek gods is the one that he puts on. 
a lot. So Dresden repr- reprimands her for being so easy when she comes on to, well, she, when she accepts her, the unknown advances. Of course, the, the, he happens to notice her nipple erection. I, I just had to put that in there. I've, yeah. It, it all comes back to the nipples. I, this was the first time to me that I was thinking to myself that maybe like someone just told Butcher the only way to sell a book is like the only way to get like men hooked on your book is to like constant sex appeal. Because sometimes he, it just seems so f- left field that he's just like, erect nipples. And you're like, oh, f- what? <laughs> we were hunting ghosts. <laughs> like, like, Nipple erection on command. Now that's method acting. Like, <laughs> like, oh. Literally. I, I, Bob, stop watching her nipples. and <laughs> Yeah. Move on, Harry. And so I was like, I was just like, it's like this butcher, like he was just told like the best way to get people interested in his book was like the constant sex appeal. So that's why he was always throwing it in. Or is it just because he was himself just some 20 something year old? He's like, hey, all right. I don't know. Maybe. I also, or just having Harry as a horn dog. I need to have bad traits about my character. You can't just be good. Well, maybe that's a little bit, but I mean, he's not using it as a positive in this I mean, I think I know. I, did certain, that, I don't know if we were talking about it in the... Was it the last time we were bringing this up? I remember looking into it myself or thinking, I don't know if I brought it up on here, but the whole, the golden ratio or whatever about the basic, you know, like we like symmetry and we like, and there is sort of like a mathematical ratio for beauty. You know, if you look throughout the ages, the most um, commonly agreed upon instances of beauty in that fall within... You know, where your eyes are related to your nose, to your mouth, to your hole, and blah, 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 the blah, The golden blah, blah. ratio. The, the golden ratio, that's what I just mm-hmm. said, yeah. yeah. Right, is a thing that exists and has been documented from the beginning of, you know, from whatever we have, pictures and sculptures until now, right? So I'm like, I don't know, I tend to think of it sometimes as a little, oh, that's it, in, in, in Bigfoot we were talking about some of that, where I get some of it, but I also get, you know, like, this is when and where and how he is describing people. Like, we've had a lot of very nice-looking people in these first few books. Not everybody is. We will get a lot of people that... Well, Donnie Weiss was a little rat-faced, ferret-faced kind of. I still love ferrets. They're so much cuter. But not a good look on a person. So, (laughs) right. So I get that this is his thing, right? She's like, whatever. He's describing that she's this young girl, right? She's not some established 40-year-old. A polecat. Do that instead. Polecat. Yeah, same thing. Whatever. Describe them as polecats. Yeah, but polecats are like like wild Smelly like skunks. Well, so are ferrets unless you have them decent. No. Oh, but like, like, like... They've got, like, the skunk Yeah, attack. yeah, yeah. Oh, what you call I it? I don't know. Ferrets are pretty musky, too. Yeah, the, I know what you're saying. I don't. The, the defense, <laughs> how skunks will spray the scent to deter. She's like, polecats will, like... But technically, cat cats. That's the part that I missed. Sorry, polecats are, like, a wild... Ferrets. Like, the European version <laughs> yeah. of ferrets. Yeah, they're just... They're part of that weasel species. But with added ferrets, skunk meats, attacks. Ferrets, <laughs> Yeah, but that is a lot of the deal with ferrets. That's why their their Latin name is like Stinky Weasel Thief, because they are very musky and scented, too, and I think they have that cat spray. Anyways, that is definitely off topic. I was thinking of another way to insult Donnie Wise. I got it, yes. The little polecat face (laughs) Donnie Wise. Um, And you've completely lost. But anyway, yeah, the point is that, yeah, she's she's young, she's desperate, this is what she's offering, right? He's like, all right, give me something, and she immediately, because again... Whether it's just her, whether all of this comes back to Cassandra's tears in the long run and people never believing her and that's making her whole life harder or other series and that's just sort of a a secondary issue along with the course her life has taken, whatever, right? But, you know, that's what he's, I think he's trying to, you know, say that she's not necessarily an unattractive or whatever, like she's somewhat appealing, but the fact that that was immediately, he's like, okay, we need to talk, I need something from you, and she's immediately like, oh, okay, uh, absolutely, Mr. Justin, whatever you want, and, you know, and I'm like, I don't know, I've met a few 20-year-olds and things, both when I was a 20-year-old and now, I'm like, you do see you know i mean hit up any bar how many girls do you see that act like that the the Mm -hmm. legally blonde the spend and snap right (laughs) like it's not to me it's not i get it and i i do but i'm like i don't always immediately go to the horn dog effect of like every description and i think this i think he is trying to make a very specific point about you know if i think maybe in this case it's more about her definitely than it is yeah i think it's yeah, I, to me, that's how I read it. It's just more about telling us about Lydia than it is about Harry, I think, is always how I've read that. Going back to Hitchhikers. In the beginning, the universe was created. 
This has made many people very angry and this hat, should that be has? It says it is hat. This had made many people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I concur. Yeah. Mr. Adams. So then, essentially, the fact that this whole scene goes on and Harry never does even ask for money, even, is also a little bit extra telling, where it's like... Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't so much... No, I mean he, money. He doesn't even ask for that. He's just like, all right, fine. When he finally does decide to take her case, um, just, she asks for her name and her problems. Yeah. So then he's like, go away. Right. Yeah. Like he, do, he really just doesn't want to believe her. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it almost yeah, seems maybe. like a willingness to, to or yeah. an right. unwillingness rather. Really, yeah. yeah, very. He's like, just sleep on it. I'm sure it's not as bad. And as this is almost you. like you know, like um, you know, Cassandra's tears playing against Harry's personal beliefs is like he has to save every woman, or he's like, it's a fine. <laughs> I'll do it. Exactly. <laughs> I think there is. I think yeah. there is a lot of that, right? Because she finally gives him like the thing and stuff like that too, and she's like, fire, and you're at this and he's like wow there's more corn and i it's like wow that was like yeah right i'm like i wrote that down a little dramatic i didn't think it was that corn maybe it's just because i'm here for that that's why i'm reading this book it's because i want fire and And not remembering exactly how this scene went i was totally like nodding along to it and she's like i see you with the sun i'm like wow really like play on like a man's like ego it's gotta be me like you're the only one that can save me and then he instantly shut i was like oh shit harry like i was even buying it like I was fully there with it, and you weren't. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that is again. Again, I didn't, you know, read as much. Again, not knowing the um, the rest of the events in the book and mm-hmm. things like that, you know, is again, right. It's definitely one of those things where I'm seeing much more layers in it coming back to it, you know, third, fourth, fifth, sixth time around, but with that sort of more. Um, Keen eye. Keen eye this time around, looking for the... But yeah, I was definitely interested in that. You know, I think mm-hmm. I sort of like... Glo- you know, again, I was like there, but I never sort of picked it out just about how much I'm like, oh, that's so much more like yeah. because of, not just like, oh yeah. But yeah. So yeah, because he even says, right, he's like, my first instinct was to give her a cup of hot chocolate, put a blanket around her, tell her everything would be all right, strap my talisman on her, and then he's like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Down, Coyote. Down, Coyote. For anyone who doesn't know about Coyote. Don Coyote? Yes, Don Coyote. It's originally published in 1605, and the plot revolves around an adventurer of a noble uh, of from La Mancha. The man of La Mancha? Yes, the man of La Mancha who reads so many chivalric romances, he loses his mind and decides to become a knight errand. And to revive chival- chivalry. To dream. Yeah, so he the renames himself dream. Don Quixote de la Mancha. Did not know that. Don't go tilting at windmills. Yeah. So It's well, a good song, though. So that's why Quixote. Uh, yeah, I, I know the pop reference, but I like I didn't know that much about the book. Yeah, hmm. he falls in love with love, basically. Nice. Cupid. Um... So essentially, he finally gets out of her that she keeps having premonitions of her death. In yeah. fact, three premonitions, which is an insane number for her. And I totally read this, the, like, literally the very first time I read this. Um, and he's like, okay, so you're worried because you had a, because you think a demon, you had a premonition that a demon's coming after you or whatever. And she's like, not one, three. And I totally read that as yeah, the ghost three demons. of demons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? She's like, yeah, like, not one demon's coming. And then it was like, she's like, I had one for the, the president. And she was, and I'm like, oh, the premonitions yeah. is what she had. I tell, like, every time, and I hear that every time I read yeah. it now, you know, and it was just like, so you had a premonition that a demon's coming to get you. Not one, Mr. Dress. But three. three. Like, well, that does sound pretty serious. Like, three demons is not cool. <laughs> yeah, no. But, yeah. So, yeah. So, she's got three premonitions of a demon coming after her. And even then, Harry is a little bit like, mm, I don't know. And I'm like, you have a demon coming after you, you've already said. Like, you already told us, like, back in Stormfront that you, like, Dealing You've with alluded. This shit, we whatever. don't know what it is exactly, but mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. We, Point is, though, we, it's like this is not the most impossible situation, is, yeah, man. Like, which again, right? When you come back to it, you're like, oh yeah, I think there's there's a little extra going on here. This yeah. is not just pure Harry, and especially when, um, he, like, both her and him are both kind of like, there's been a lot of activity in the city this last few weeks too. It's like, dude, when is it gonna happen? Like, yeah. So I, yeah, again, like, we'll keep coming back to it, but it is very much like I think. 
Cassandra's tears playing a part in Harry just right. being that much more of a dick and like not believing because yeah it's like yeah. for me it's like every sign is pointing at this being legitimate I was gonna say the more they talk the more it confirms and the more he and the more he away. finds a reason for it to, to not that makes be sense. exactly yeah, yeah. So finally, he's like, fun, and yeah, that very last minute, just enough tug at the heartstring, whatever, he's like, fine, and then it's pissed. You are so stuff. lucky you're a pretty girl. Yeah. <laughs> so lucky. I guess the neckle, neckle eruption? I guess the nipple eruption. It was the nice legs with the tattoo. Eruption. <laughs> I tried not to look at it too hard. <laughs> yeah. But you did. You wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As we know, way Bob after the fact, you still remembered that tattoo. <laughs> Remember how I was saying last time he's got like a little like lapel pin that records just yeah. every or you know a handy dandy radio. See, Bob's this is been why listening into this entire. Harry, are you there? I mean, I know you are. Cause... You should be in our Discord more often, Mama. People I... like that. That they like that illusion. <laughs> they were talking about Bob being Bob. the recorder. Like, I know. I can't. I, I just realized it hasn't been coming up, and I've got to get in there. And yes, my apologies. And people. for everyone else, you should also join our Discord. You should. Yes. It's fun. And the more we all get on there, the more fun we'll have. The more I'm the only one. Sometimes the... Tanzan joins me. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I'm... I try to sound smart on Discord. <laughs> yeah. And it works. So come. Absolutely. Lots so. of us, we like to go back and forth on. We do have a Discord channel. You just have to go to our website, macanellies.ca, to check out the links at the very, very bottom of the page. We have all our social links there, in which you can find Discord, uh, Tumblr, no, wait, not Twitter. Tumblr, Tumblr, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter Reddit, Tumblr. Reddit, Instagram. Yeah. Join Facebook. our Facebook. We have it all. Because Somewhere. We Somehow. have an amazing, amazing marketing person. Yay! Yay! You're welcome, guys. You're welcome. You're missing the jazz hands right now. So many jazz hands. All for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. You mean me. Everybody knows I look after all of that. Yes, it's all Maggie. Blame yeah. her when she says something offensive on there. Other than that part. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm, then, I'm just the Bob here. I'm just putting down everything. That, no. So anyways... <clears throat> Bob pops up, they've, yes, as we just mentioned, Harry can carry a cell phone, and telephones are sometimes so-so, so, again, sadly, one of the first, last times we see, again, these, these crucial, these, not crucial, these, these wonderful, ingenious little bits and pieces that Harry dreams up every once in a while and then abandons along the way, yeah. and it's just like, dude, that was kind of fun, you could have had more, you could have had your own spectral walkie-talkie, like, so all listen, the time. As we're talking about it right now, right, we've got this whole, like, yeah, Bob is communicating to him through a radio that no longer does AM or FM. <laughs> just a spirit talk. <laughs> yeah. So it's like from Welcome to Spirit Radio. Bob in the basement to Harry's office, they can communicate by radio. Sometimes, you know, even then it's a little bit crickety and it's still sparking and like fuzzy or whatever like that, right? It has to be an antique radio. Right. <laughs> it has to be before World War One or whatever. But he, this yeah. is the thing, is that like it is in the world that as he gets stronger, it gets harder and harder and harder. So maybe he fried his own radio, and that's why he like and that's why he had to, like, just give it up altogether. Maybe that's why we don't see maybe, it in future books. Maybe, maybe. We can always put it down to that. Just there. I mean, there's other things that come along that aren't specifically affected the same way that it's like, I don't know why you don't yeah. still have that or why you didn't do it again, but it that's is, okay. Yeah, I really like it's, that touch, the antique radio. I like, know. That's so cool. It was super cool. Cute. And very convenient. Hey, I found out what's, who's, who's popping up. To, I, I found who's going to the party tonight. It's Agatha. Agatha Hagglethorn, and y'all better get over there. So Dresden shoots out of the office and runs literally into Michael with Amaracus. I'm just going to say, the only thing is it's hard to carry an antique radio everywhere you go. So you could kind of only have it in the office in the basement. That's it doesn't true. always need oh, right. to talk to Bob. I was going to say, I get everywhere. that specific, <laughs> the, 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 that bit. But yeah. Although, you know... If you had a giant antique radio in the backseat of your car. Like it, He keeps referencing World War II, I think, is his biggest at this point. It would have been gaudy and awkward, but they still had the big mobile radios and giant self. You know what I mean? See, I, I pulled a picture, which like is going to be in my like notes for Patreon. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> but this is, this is the, the the type of radio that I figured that he was using. Yeah, and that's kind of what I picture as well. One of those. Show kinda. me, show me, show me. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see. It's before nineteen ninety five. You me. wouldn't know. You wouldn't recognize or oh, understand. Oh yeah, that doesn't anything. exist in my mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that not Forget the radio it. you pictured? It should be black and white first of all. <laughs> oh my god, that's like a 50s radio, no, not like I work. Oh, the picture. I work in a retirement home, okay? We've got grandfather clocks everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Jessica did just have someone offer to have someone make one for her, so. I have I, a grandfather clock. <laughs> you do? Yeah. <clears throat> it's still in storage. <sighs> 90 years on the floor? It'll be an actual antique by the time I get it back out. <laughs> 
So, yes. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. Technology reaching Bob. He goes running out. Wants to call Michael. Doesn't have time. Can't get the phone to work again. Whatever. Goes running out. And actually, and again, I Boom. love this. I fucking, I love, oh, does it, does it end before that? When there is a need, he sees to no. it that yes. I'm there. But in yeah, actuality, yeah, yeah. that he's been there every single um, day for the last two weeks. So he was just there for yeah. lots of <laughs> he's reasons. He's like, Michael, how did you get here? He's like, when there is a need, he sees to it that I am here. Wow, you're kidding. He's like, no. But also, it's yeah, you, you call literally call me every night. So I forgot I just <laughs> saved the bother. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. I love it. But we should throw in his creepy call. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry, Lydia oh, out. Yeah. He runs into Michael. He has a creepy call right in the middle of this. Yes, that's why. Soon, Dresden, we will see one another again. Yeah. Who is this? And the then goes dead. Bob comes up and scares the crap out of him for that, too. Because then he's like, thank God that wasn't too creepy or anything. Yeah, exactly. Da, da, da. Does it ever refer refer to who that might have been? Or? Not anytime soon. <laughs> moving on, moving on. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, then he has this conversation with Bob. He runs out, runs into Michael. They head off to Cook County, uh, Cook County Hospital. <laughs> and I just want to throw in another real quick. When he signed off with Susan, they made a date for nine. So, just yes. heads up, Susan. Get fucked again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, we've established that it's evening. We know that they're there late because... <laughs> <laughs> Because it's after working hours. It's after, after working, working hours. hours, and yes, so it's a night job. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, maybe it didn't start all that normal. <laughs> but yeah, the sinking feeling that my life was about to get hectic again. This concludes our episode eight point two. Axe, 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 whack, whack, whack. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and macanellies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. 